Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello and welcome back to episode 35 of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany. Thank you so much for joining me week in, week out, sharing this podcast with those in the community, with people that you know. And summer 2023 is so, it's coming on us so quickly. For some of you, summer camp has already started. We are in the last day of May as this is released. And some of you may already be at camp. Some of you may be on your way to the airport to board that plane to start an adventure of a lifetime. So I cannot believe that summer 2023 is already happening as we speak. It's so exciting and I cannot wait to hear all of your stories and plans and everything about the summer and everything that you have planned and coming up for the season. So before we get into the nooks and crannies of this week's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit something that I have been creating in the background and it is now released for you amazing people to purchase. I have created a e-travel journal. So what this is, it is designed by yours truly and it is a digital download that you can buy for only nine Canadian dollars and it is yours to keep forever. Nine Canadian dollars is just over five pounds and it's an amazing price for one and to the fact that you buy it once and you keep forever, and the fact that you can copy it for every different travel, the way the pages are laid out, it's just a perfect evening journal to reflect on the day, and it does really create an amazing keepsake. I know my first two, three summer camp seasons, I bought a notebook because I couldn't find a travel journal that met my needs, and I journaled every night just because I wanted to remember the fun story or the silly anecdote or how I was feeling that day and just it became something so special something better than any souvenir I could buy because this was exactly how I was feeling in that moment and 10 years down the line I still look through them every time I go back home And I reread them and I'm like, oh, that was a funny story. I can't believe I forgot that story. Or, oh my God, that time was wild. And it's really helped me when creating this podcast to flick back and read through some of those passages to really help and reflect what I was feeling all those years ago. So get yours today. You can get it at um, my store. It's available via Instagram. And it's at stan.score slash Brit in the six. So get yours today. You won't regret it. Now, on to today's episode. I am diving in deep to that week before the campers arrive. So whatever you call it, whether it is training week, orientation, pre-camp, staff training, I am diving in deep this week. I am going to give you my insight on my first impressions at the camp, 
I'll tell you about my personal experience and just give you a little insight. And as always, I am just the black and white sketch and your personal camp that you're going to will be able to color in between the lines and give you insightful detail about your personal experience. So let's get into it. Pre-camp is what it says on the tin. It is that time before the campers arrive on property. So some camps may do all their staff training online. Some camps may not do any training until you arrive on site. And it all depends on the camp, in all honesty. Um, In my experience, let's talk about my American camp first. So with my American camp, the staff cohort was 125 staff. Many, many, many of us, a large chunk of us, were brand new to the camp. And many of us were international staff that were flying in to do this job. So we kind of came in waves in the fact that I was part of a small team of 20 that came in about mm, 10 days before the campers arrived. And I arrived on site. My first experience of arriving on camp with my American camp was I had to do a drugs test. I had to pee in a cup. The first thing I did when I stepped foot off the bus was... I went into this beautiful chalet building and I had to do a drugs test. And they said this to us in an email, but I was just like, oh, maybe it's random. But no, everybody did it. We got a test. Life was great. And then they showed us and gave us a tour of the camp and showed us where to put our bags and where we were going to be staying. Now, in the American before camp setting, staff training setting, we should say, They put all of the staff together in cabins. So where I was for that first 10 days wasn't actually where I was going to be living for the summer. So it was a very fun experience, but I never truly felt settled because I knew I was moving again in 10 days. So, but again, it was great. We were in a big cabin. There was 20 of us all staff members sharing one cabin. It was fun. I got to meet lots of people. And it was kind of like that hostel vibe that moved over into camp, that communal living. And the first day was just tours and sitting by the pool and getting to know people in the sunshine. And that was really, truly special. The following few days was specialized training. So what does that mean? So I was hired as a dance technician coach. So I went to sessions with gymnastic coaches to learn about my role from a gymnastic point of view as I was at a a specialized gymnastic camp. The kids that were coming here were really serious about gymnastics. So I had all of my dance training and all of this background knowledge And I had to learn how to apply that in a gymnastic setting. And that was really fun. And we did that intensive for about three days. Then after those three days, the counselors and the rest of the staff joined us for the training. 
And that was like a new wave of people to meet. And that was really, really fun. So it was lots of icebreaker games, lots of team building. Like we spent one day purely on just games. And it was game after game after game after game with lots of different people moving around the site and the space. And that was really fun. Another day of training was your actual like first day training. And the camp paid for every single staff member to take part in American Red Cross CPR and first day training. And that took the whole day. It was an intensive. And it was pretty, you know, it was intense, but it was good. And everybody gets their first aid and it's a great qualification to have. So we had that. And then running up to as the campers arrived, it was getting the camp ready. So it was cleaning, it was fluffing the pits. Now pit fluff was a awful task, but pit fluffing is basically the little foam cubes that are in a massive deep pit. It basically means you have to take all of them out just to put them back in. And basically it's like fluffing a pillow because as gymnasts and like jump into that pit, you're condensing that foam down over and over and over again. So to make it safe for campers, for staff alike, for coaches, you have to fluff the pit, pit once a week. Now, at this gymnastics camp, we had six gyms and that meant a lot of pits to fluff. So we were fluffing all the all of those. We got given our cabins for the summer, which was really, really fun, which meant that I got to meet who I was going to be living with. And I was in a cabin with one other counsellor. So I was a specialist and they were a counsellor. And we found out that we are going to be living with the oldest campers on site. So these campers, dependent on week to week, ranged from 13 through to 18 years old. Now, this was great. We got a list of our campers and we got a list of their date of birth and any medical information we needed to know. And that's what we got week on week about our campers. Other than that, we were free to go. And that was, that lasted up until the campers arrived after 10 days. So it sounds like, oh, you're waiting around a lot. Oh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot to do. But they kind basically what the camp did for the staff was put on a week of camp so we could experience it ourselves. We, I met the other staff members I would be teaching dance with every day and we were choreographing and learning each other's styles and looking and planning for the summer ahead. We did like the first aid training to make sure we were good on that side of everything. We learned about the profile of kids that we that we were gonna welcome into our cabin and look after, as well as doing lots of fun games and ideas and just learning the culture of the camp we were gonna live in for the next 12 weeks. And that was, that was staff training at the American camp. So going into 
my following summer going to the Canadian count, I was like, okay, pre-count, I've got this. And it was very different right from the get-go. We went to get our bus and there was a small group of us from the hostel that were all going to the same camp and it was very, very nice. And then we arrive at this car park and there is a massive truck where people are loading huge duffel bags onto it. And there were three coaches lined up ready to just welcome people onto. And over a hundred, like over a hundred people were getting on these coaches and they were all staff members to the camp that I was placed at. And all of these people are loud, excitable, there's so many moving parts happening. It's overwhelming, but everyone seems to know everybody. And you get on a bus with them, you put your luggage on this truck, and you're like, I really hope this truck is going to where I'm going because that's my whole life in that suitcase for the summer. And you ride three and a half hours up to camp. Now, this pre-camp staff training was we arrived on the Sunday and the campus came on the Friday. So it was five days of summer camp training. You arrive Sunday afternoon and you get, the minute you land on site, you get told what cabin you're living in. So this was a big difference from the previous year in America. I had 20 people around me that I could get to know for 10 days and that type of thing. I now am being told where I'm going to live for the whole summer. How many people are living with me for the whole summer? How many people, like, do I know them? Are they people I met in the hostel? Or are they other people that maybe I saw on the coach but didn't really say hello to yet? And it was kind of nerve-wracking. Like, the people I just met at the hostel were going one way, and I was going the opposite direction to go to my cabin. And I was like, how big is this camp? Um, and I like, oh, like thinking back to it now, I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I want to be there at the clipboard. I want to make sure everybody's okay. So I arrive at my cabin, total culture shock. And we go to have dinner and you get given this schedule for the week. I didn't have that in my last camp. It was kind of wake up and they tell you at breakfast what what is happening. Like the whole week is planned out for you to see so that you can prepare yourself so you can see what's happening when your free time is, when you can see where you need to be at what time, at what day. And this was, it was great to have the insight, but again, it was overwhelming because I was like, where are these places these people are staying? And then we go for dinner and we have a tour of the site, which was really great. And then it was, okay, unpack. And it was a lot of free time to like try and figure out what to do, which I'm sure for people that have been at camp for many, many years, it's great because you've got time to catch up. But for someone who's new, you're like, what do I do here? So that was kind of strange, but the next four days were 
packed full of talking about the job itself, um, icebreakers, sessions with speakers that they've brought in to talk about things in depth, talking about mental health, talking about duty of care for the age group that you're living with, outside speakers to talk about your specialty and how to help run it, how to put on a good rehearsal, how to get kids at different age groups engaged, how to work as a team, talking about learning about your campus. Like this was a big thing that I got to learn about my campus, like learn more than just medical and date of birth. I got to learn how they are as a person, learn if they've been at camp before, learn if they were how they were as a camper before, if they were great or if they struggled or if maybe they clashed with someone else in the cabin. So I felt more prepared in that sense, which was amazing. And they, I felt it was really set out well, but there was a lot of free time that I felt alone. And you're like, oh, but you were at the other camp for 10 days with no campus, but this one, you're there for five days, no campus, and you felt more alone here than you did in the States. Um, yeah, I, I truly did, looking back, I really, really did. And that is my experience between the two, I would say. But staff training, pre-camp, orientation, whatever you call it, it can last anywhere between three days, to 10 days and it all depends on what style camp, depends on how the training is delivered, I would say. If you're working at a day camp, your training might be delivered over two different weekends. If you're at an overnight camp, it might be a more condensed down version. If you're gonna be working at a place where you need qualifications, you might go up earlier So you do a course in those qualifications before the rest of the staff arrive. I know here in Ontario, if you're going to be walking on the working, sorry, on the waterfront, you do like life saving and get your Canadian version of your qualifications in the city a week before you go up to camp. So you have a whole week in the city before you even get to camp, which is great that you're getting those qualifications but it's just another layer of oh I need to live in this city before I get to where I need to be for the summer so it's just a little mindset indicator of if you know what you're getting yourself into you can mentally prepare as well as physically prepare for what is known as staff training I would personally read every email that comes to you prior to leaving for camp because that's where all of your information is going to be that's where the camps are going to be transparent and about things I feel like with hindsight if I read my emails a little bit clearer rather than just skimming them at the American camp I would know that I was gonna have to pee in a cup when I arrived and that wouldn't have been such a shock to me if I read my emails properly instead of scaling them, I would have made sure I finished off my paperwork and my medical form before arriving 
rather than scrambling to figure stuff out of like when I have my injections done and things like that. So definitely read your emails. That's a top tip before going into staff orientation. Another thing I would top tip about staff orientation is I know I say it in a lot of episodes, but be open. If there's like a pickup sports game and you don't really play sports, go along because there might be people there just watching and you can watch too. And that's a great way to like meet people in a casual environment. If there is a like workout room or something, maybe suggesting to someone that you've just met, oh, do you want to come to this with me? Or do you want to go on a walk? I can't remember how to get from A to B. I'd love to like just walk the site and chat. Do you want to come with me? Be that open person because someone else will probably be feeling the way you're feeling as well. Don't be afraid to sit with different people at meals. I think that is something if I went back now, I would do differently. I wouldn't sit at the same table every meal. I would move around, sit with different people, meet different people. Yes, I probably have some people I'd sit with multiple times because they make me feel comfortable. But I would definitely move around and meet people because meal times are a great time to meet people because you don't have to talk all the time because you're eating, for one. And two, it's a little bit more casual. You might be sat next to people rather than looking at them in the eye and things like that. So it might be easier to spark up a conversation that way as well. I would let you know that pre-camp staff training orientation week is very, 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 very different than when the kids come. When camp fully starts and those campers are on site, it's like there's a switch that's been flicked and things just, the atmosphere slightly changes and everybody gets into their groove and camp life sort of, it is different. It's not sort of different, it is different. So what I would say to the person who is struggling in pre-camp is I would listen to the tips I gave but also wait until the kids come because you might find your place once the campers arrive. I know my first Canadian summer, things didn't really click that first week. It clicked with the people I was working on my specialty with, but it didn't really click with the people that I shared a cabin with. And they were young, they were I say a lot younger than me, but they were only a few years younger than me. They'd grown up at summer camp and they were also trying to find themselves. They were also trying to get a grips with this new role that they were taking on. So they weren't really welcoming to me. They were like, oh, I'm going through it too. So they must feel the same. So they didn't really welcome me in a sense, same way. They didn't really say those leading questions of, oh, we're going to the dining hall, do you want to come? Or, oh, we're going to this session, we're walking over, do you want to walk over with us? None of those types of things were happening. And I think that's why I felt so alone in those free times, in those off times, because I didn't know what to do with my free time. At this point, I didn't even know that 
where the computers were to contact home. I was like in the old days writing letters. So that's like a story for a different day. But I was so learning Bambiing through that week. And they were too, with hindsight, they were too. And that's why they weren't as welcoming and open as everybody said that the staff were gonna be before I arrived. And I was experiencing culture shock and I was overwhelmed and I was tired and it was raining and my shoes weren't drying out. And I was just in a really grumpy mood and I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I could last the summer. But I was like, okay, let's wait until the kids get here. When the kids get here, everyone says it's different. So let's see how different it is. And when the campus came, I, I personally felt that switch. I felt my purpose. Like it didn't matter if they didn't say, come on, we're going to the dining hall because I had 15 campers in my cabin that were also going to the dining hall that I could walk and talk with. I knew where I had to be at what time because my specialty was running and I had a job to do. The like schedule of the day helped me figure out, okay, when's my time off? Okay, I'm gonna do X with my time off. Okay, let's, me and my friends at my specialty, okay, nobody's out of specialty right now. Let's all go down to the lake together. Oh, the kids are asleep. Oh, there's a fire happening at the fire pit just outside my cabin. I'll just walk over and sit there. And I got to meet people there. So that's discovery at that time was really, truly special. So to those people who you're worried about pre-camp, it's okay to be worried. It's okay to be nervous, but take my top tips with you. Take a breath and wait until the campers arrive. For some people, pre-camp is amazing. Some people, it just clicks the minute you step onto the property. But some people are like myself and it takes time to adjust. And that's okay as well. So that is all about pre-camp, staff training, orientation, whatever you call it. That is my advice to you this week. Again, same as always, if you have any questions, anything at all, please send me a message on Instagram, on TikTok, YouTube Shorts. I'm everywhere on my blog. I even have comment section. I have a contact bit there on britinthesix.com. So please reach out. I love hearing from you all. I love answering your questions. I love helping, giving you ideas. I love just chatting about some accounts. So please don't hesitate. Like always, I would love it if you could rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. That way you get the episodes when they release, they're up there on your homepage. So all you have to say is play. And don't forget, you can purchase my brand new travel journal that's available also via Instagram. Have an amazing week. For those of you who have started your summer, have an amazing time. Can't wait to hear all about it. And we'll see you next time.